It's not a podcast. It's a GarCast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to, to Gar. Gar. Hello, happy Halloween. This is GarCast, episode number 18. I am Gar. This is the world according to Gar. And with me, as always, is the Garfather. Garfather. Gar, what is up? What's happening, man? Halloween, dude. It is Halloween, isn't it? It's fantastic. It's a wonderful orange day. People are dressed up at work. Yeah, man. I don't get it. The old dress up at work thing. These people get a little too into it. It's kind of strange. A lot of people into it. I was told to to not shit on their parade. Uh, there's a quarter for the dime jar or whatever. Um, you know, right off the bat, I walked in and they said, where's your costume? I said, I'm not 13. But apparently that wasn't a, an appropriate answer. Pretty sure Gar was done with costumes by 13. And yeah, I think 13 was exaggerating it as well. Um, I, I don't, I think maybe I've gotten dressed up once or twice after 12. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there's people walking around here like Star Trek. I think I saw Captain Picard. I saw Hulk Hogan. I don't know what was going on with some crazy Technicolor Dreamcoat situation on somebody. I don't know. Yeah, what we got? I saw a cat, crazy cat person. I've got, and by the way, I've got none of the guesses right as to what their their Halloween costume is. I know who the people are. Halloween hey, costume. You're pretty bad at that. Oh, like you can the first person in that costume, but you yes. don't know what they're trying to be. Is that what it is? Okay. First person I saw, I thought it was a chicken. Turned out he was Hulk Hogan, but he was had his back to me. I just saw. Like high socks and yellow hair, and I thought he was a chicken. A chicken. <laughs> I don't know how Hulk Hogan would feel about that. Okay. And then there was a guy by our office, and I said, "Are you a wizard?" And I guess he was a wizard, but there was a lot more to the wizard wizardry that I was unaware of. And as a gamer, I think you were a little disappointed. I mean, I was all over that. He he's a quiet guy, and uh, he walked up to me with his long white beard and his blue robes, and he. He actually never usually says much, but he was like, where's your costume to me and Jamie? And I'm like, oh, don't worry. I'll be putting it on later when I demonstrate how to pull a sword out of a stone. And he smiled from ear to ear. I made his day. I may have made it <laughs> a year, but I recognized that he was Merlin. What kind, of, what, what kind of wizard was he? What was his name? Merlin from King Arthur. Come on. It's a Disney show. I mean, it was a book you probably had to read when you were in high school, crying out loud. Oh, I didn't read in high school. Are you kidding me? Even had the owl named uh, Archimedes on his arm. Have an owl. I, he looked at the owl. Like, I, he was very disappointed. I had no idea who that was. But, yeah. you know. You probably what thought am he I was Papa Smurf. I heard someone say they thought he was Papa Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, for all our listeners out there who do like dressing up on Halloween and maybe just on regular days, enjoy. Enjoy the, you got uh, the big day. Do you have any plans for Halloween? Like you taking the kids trick-or-treating, your wife doing that? They they, they old oh, enough well, to go up by themselves? Yeah, my oldest is. But, you know, I'm not a big fan of Halloween, which we discussed. But as far as holidays go, I don't mind it because it's one of the few where we don't host any family. Right? Because there's usually a Halloween parade um, by my sister-in-law's and the kids go over there. We'll stop by, have some, there'll be food waiting, and it's fine. Well, guess what happened to me? They canceled the Halloween parade. Therefore, central headquarters for Halloween shifts back to my house. So all the nieces and nephews will be trick-or-treating in my neighborhood and coming back to my house for dinner. Which Any means adults? Yeah, which but which means will probably lead to me drinking too much for a Thursday night to cope. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. My wife's already got like she she ordered she actually catered food from from Spontino's in St. James, fantastic little oh, yeah. restaurant. She's got all this food coming. I guess a bunch of the moms are going over. They're going to be drinking pumpkin beer. Kids are going to be there. If it rains out, I would imagine the girls will be stuck in the house mostly. Although they told me they're still going out in the street. So um, they're scared of rain. They're the slammers, for God's sakes. <laughs> they, they are the slammers. No, I think they will go out. My wife's like, you can't go out. It's going to be raining out. But They're wearing uh, costumes made of paper. I think they'll be fine. But they did this year. They didn't really. I, I guess a couple of them did one theme. I guess I think I heard Monsters, Inc. maybe. But uh, my daughter and then a bunch of the other girls did just a college like she bought a penn state sweatshirt penn state socks and a penn state hat and somebody else yeah. did yukon yeah. that's you're walk, easy you're, you're walking right into that one i mean what they do they check your closet of souvenirs from all your college visits <laughs> no i told you we don't buy stuff from the colleges until he picks one uh yeah. we went on amazon and got it but it's something she can wear forever you know yeah sure she'll be ready for her college tour oh god be dead or broke by then, or maybe both. Well, yeah, if you've got any money left for her. Actually, common apps are due to uh, the the early decision, early action applications are mostly due tomorrow for most of the colleges, November 1st. For all you older parents out there with seniors in high school, it's probably know this. Service announcement by the guard. Thank you. Probably know this. I, we asked today, we're like, so you ready? Is everything done? He's like, well, I'm going to finish it tonight. I'm like, oh, such a procrastinator sometimes, but I love him. <laughs> not going to get very far in life like that. Gar, come on. Let's get, let's I know. Get We're working on it. We're working on it. So what else has been new now that we get through this Halloween stuff? Anything? What would you do this weekend? Um, what the heck happened? Um, I don't know. I got a, well, we got a new car in the house. That was nice. A little Toyota Outlander. It's lovely. Yeah. Always nice to have a new car. And I, I cringe every time one of my kids puts a fingerprint on the window or leaves a candy wrapper in the back seat. Like, you know, I'm pretending with myself that I'm actually going to be able to keep this car nice. So we'll see how long never that Yeah. About a we'll week or two. Wait till a shopping cart crashes into it. That could happen. That could happen. So that was, that was the, you know, exciting, exciting development last weekend. You know, standard stuff. Soccer and such. Yeah. 
we had our last we had our last last soccer game last of what last of anything is good yeah we're done i get my sunday football back because the slammy season is over so happy congratulations yes yeah and we went out on sunday in that miserable rain drove all the way out to morris plains actually funny funny we went to eat we went to eat at this place called Zinn Burger afterwards, which was fantastic, really good burger. And when we left, it kind of like the GPS took me and it like had me cut through an office park. And I turned on the road. It it was Gateway Road or Gateway Plaza. And I'm like, wait, that sounds really familiar. And as we're starting to drive through, I realized that was our old that was our old office back in the day for I guess that was the Parsippany office. Um, could have been, yeah, right off of 287 and 80 right there. I think it was before you came here we were there, or maybe we were closing it when you got here. It was one of the ones we had we'd abandoned a while ago, but I'm like, oh my God, that's like, I think it was called Three Gateway Building we were in or something like that. I'm driving through there going, holy cow, we used to come here for work. Last from the past. Back when I used to cross bridges for work. Good old, good old New Jersey. That's not far from Rockaway, New Jersey, um, hometown of Andy Shaw. Just saying. Andy Shaw. That's awesome. Uh, well, we had a we had a we had a Smithtown family party Saturday night. Thought I saw some pictures on Instagram of uh, some of our listeners frolicking with you and drinks. Yes, I don't know. No drinks, no drinks. Maybe maybe a couple. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I tried to I tried not to get them in the pictures. Um, yeah, we had Linda's fiftieth birthday party, which was a surprise party, and it was happened to be on Mike's fiftieth birthday. Oh, how how Mike's perfect timing. Mike was a trooper. He gave up his day for Linda. Um, that's Linda Muraturi, Tom's wife. I got a picture with the kids on the Instagram account. They were very excited to be oh, on there. Luke, I saw my boy Luke on there, I think. Luke and Charlotte got in there, and it was great. A lot of the uh, Karen's in there. A lot of a lot of the Smithtown family characters were in pictures. Karen, of course, she was ready to go because she had only woken up two hours before you all met at the bar at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> Not that, uh, not that far off. Not that far off. Mm, she looked fresh as a daisy in those photos, didn't she? She looks so rested and happy, She's so pretty. But easy now. Your wife might be listening. Okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking, you know, speaking of pretty, I think I got hit on that night. Did I tell you this story? By who? By a guy? Oh, some woman dressed in a nurse outfit. So it's Halloween, the weekend before Halloween. So I guess people were dressed up there. I was standing at the bar area, and it was just a lot of our friends. It was like 70 people, but after 9 or nine or 10 o'clock, I opened the bar up to everybody because they had a band come in. And I'm standing there. I felt like someone touching my back or pressing on it. And like I turn around, and it was a woman in a nurse outfit. Yeah. And I look at her a little strange, and she goes, I was just checking to see if you're okay. Oh. And I'm like, uh, yeah, Did I'm you get good, a little tingle? Did you get a little tingle in places that haven't tingled in a long time? I did not. I think I might have had too many drinks at that time, maybe. I don't know. I just remember turning one of my friends going, I think I just got hit on. <laughs> you still got it, Gar. I don't know. I think it or, I think she or was you didn't really have it for a drunk. long time, but you got it back now. Yeah. She was drunk. <laughs> Isn't that how you met most women that have hit on you before? Probably yes. <laughs> so nothing's changed. <laughs> That's good. Good for you. I'm proud of you. She must have heard about it's the Garcast. She, she's a Garcast fan. I, it's so funny, you know. I go around town and people just look at me, and go Gar. Like people don't expect to say it, and I'm they like, know. that means 
they listen to the show. They know. It's the Garcast is so growing. We, um, I get it. Leaps and bounds. Yeah. So real quick too, we got a big soccer game tomorrow. Um, the Smithtown West Varsity Soccer Team is playing the Smithtown East Varsity Soccer Team at two o'clock tomorrow. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a wild show, wild show. All those 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 trashy people from East are gonna are they coming to your ta- part of town? Actually playing at East, so you gotta you gotta slum it and go down over there. Yeah, it's it's not a good neighborhood over there. It's not so it's bad. They don't it's have lights. Bad as going to like Kings Park or something. Ugh. Oof. Yeah, that's not Kings Park's rough. So yeah, we got a big game tomorrow. It's gonna be fun. They they actually moved actually I said two o'clock. They moved the game to two thirty so the kids from West, the student body, can get there to watch the game. So okay. it should be a fun night. Well this this three days of rain is supposed to be over, I think. So although I think it's supposed to be like thirty mile an hour winds tomorrow. So that you know, that can create havoc in a in a soccer game. Perfect for soccer. Love it. Perfect. Um so let's see. We got no question of the week this week. We'll see if we can pull one out of this week's podcast, Garcast. I think I, I think I might have. I had a good suggestion for question of the week. Good. So somebody sent me, and when they sent it, I was like, that's a great question because I thought I was just some sort of weird lunatic because I have strange things that go on in my head. So the question to me was, when it comes to toilet paper, are you a beard or a mullet? meaning how your toilet paper is put into the toilet paper holder. So I don't have the visual for the GarCast, but you can imagine the beard would be coming, the end of the toilet paper would be coming over the top to the front. The mullet would be if it's going to the back and then down. Okay. Follow me? Okay. Yep, I'm with you. So um, immediately I, I related to this question because I'm like, wow, like literally in my own home, I don't think I'll do it in other people's homes, although maybe I have. If I see it in the mullet position, I will take the time before I use it <laughs> to turn it around into the bearded position. So I think I, we, I'm, I'm a mullet guy. Um, wow. We really are different. It's great. That, that, that's, and the reason being, if you walk by and slap it down, it will just keep unrolling. But I do know that the, the, the beard position or whatever the, the the beard layer or whatever what am we calling this put it the beard the beard position or the mullet position put it in the beard position i think that is the proper way to do it because it creates a better image but for usefulness i've always preferred the mullet also with the dog like we've had dogs that we don't actually use the toilet paper holder anymore it's in our drawer because the dog will eat it but other dogs would like hit it with his paw and if it was in the beard, it just free free day. Like he'll like pull on it, or what does he do? Hit it with his paw, and then it would unroll. Oh, all right. So I was always mullet. I think I'm pretty sure, like my mom, because she always like you know we had in the bathroom we had towels that you weren't allowed to use. I never understood I, that they were for show and soap too. I had soap in the bathroom. I couldn't use the soap. You have yeah, like those fancy soap. soaps that were like yeah. shaped like seashells and stuff. Yeah, she always laughed because I said, "When I get my own house, I'm going to put soap and towels out that people can use." <laughs> you make me think back. My grandmother's house. She had the soaps. She also had like the furry toilet lid cover 
with like the matching oh. rub. You know what yes. I'm saying? I do. Uh, I remember those. I, I don't think we had them in my house, but I do remember those. Tori would not like that because it was probably like accumulating urine splashes and stuff, you know? Yeah, that is the hand yeah. dryers. It'd be brutal. I hear so much about the hand dryers these days, but that, that's another story. But oh, that's a great uh, question of the week. That's an easy one. I think, is, I, right? think, I think the smile lines will understand it. Beard and mullet. It's interesting. I wonder to see if maybe families kind of do it the same way or if you just go yeah. your own way once you go out right. on your is own. This, is this like a trait you get from your mother? You know, how is this passed down through the generations? I'd also like to hear, you know, could say a lot about certain I'll put it on men, but it could be women too. Like, were you, before you were married, were you a mullet or a beard and then kind of forced by your dominating spouse to change your behavior when it comes to that? You know, there's a lot to this. I think my wife leans towards beard, but I still, I still make everything mullet when, when we have toilet paper out. I have the, uh, a good visual we'll put with the question of the week to demonstrate this. That's excellent. I'll see if I can do it as a poll and we just get numbers. And if you Absolutely. have comments, you can add comments at the bottom. But I'm not sure if you can do that on Instagram. Oh, wait, see, this, this is good. We're doing research for the world. Good. We got a question of the week. There it is. It is. Could end up even being the title of this week's ep episode. Let's not give too much away here. So anyway, um, well, by the time they've seen this, I already know the name of the episode. At this moment, you and I have no oh, idea what the oh, yeah. name will be. Silly me. You're, you're ridiculous. But, Don't we um, broadcast nope. live all this time? Yeah, uh, we have no feedback for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Like, really, nobody reached out. No emails, which is, I guess, whatever. We did get an Instagram message from the Smile Lines because uh, we did say that uh, no responses to the, the former question of the week. And uh, she said, I felt the question was difficult to answer. Clearly, we could tell. And I think that was all, actually, that might've been a response too, because didn't she not answer a question about ice or the most important thing? Yeah, she told us how, um, you know, garbage rules bothered her. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. yeah. So I think that might've been more of a response to that, actually, as opposed to uh, the question that didn't get answered. Also, we did finally find, um, I think you did not realize that Guar's given name is Lou Estevez, that we did find his uh, iTunes review. Yes, we did. We read it last week, right? I don't know if we did, but in case oh we God, did, I, I deleted it again off of the sheet because I thought we read it last week. Um, kind of. One day we'll read it again. Or we will read that. I'm wondering, did Guar go see uh, the Slammers bar yet in Columbus? Need to find out. Great place to go on Halloween, I'm thinking. Um, you know, you're right. There's nothing better than a slammer costume party. <laughs> we got the big party in the city today, right? Oh, that should be fun. What, the parade? Yeah. Did you ever go to that? What is it, the, the Greenwich Village Never. Parade? Never. I went once. Did you wear uh, drag or what? Oh, and this is well before I ever put on the Dancing Queen outfit. I was probably... Probably my first year out of college, so like 21, 22, working for the phone company in Brooklyn. And one of the guys was like, oh, you got to go. I go every year. I was like, all right. We go in, complete freak show. 
He's like, yeah, let's get two beers. I'm like, well, we can drink on the street. He's like, yeah, it's fine. We get like two, I don't know, tall boy Heineken bottles in brown bags. We sit up on this wall. We're watching the parade. These guys ask us to get down, and they turn out to be plainclothes cops. And we each get a drinking and public ticket. Uh, are you kidding me? They actually that went home. drinking in public on Halloween in the city. It's ridiculous. It's a court to fight it. And it actually got tossed out. And the judge was yelling at the cops for writing me this ticket because they're idiots. <laughs> He's That's like brilliant. apologizing to me for making me come to court. He's like, how could they tell what was in that bottle without a chemistry kit? I was like, you're Ow. right, sir. Wow, that was your lucky day, huh? I got out of another drinking in public ticket like a year later, too. You just can drink anything right. you want. I, that's the dumbest ticket ever. I don't know why we have a drinking in public. I can get the urinating in public. It's gross. But drinking in public, is it really a problem? Funny you should mention that. Because the second drinking in public ticket, when I got that, I also got a ticket for urinating in public at the same exact time. <laughs> it was on now Randall's that one, Island. That one's gross. And you know what? I mean, we've all done it. It's a, it's a calculated chance. Like, you know, you might be a little drunk and you're like, I'm going to take the chance and hope I don't get caught. And it, it is disgusting. I was on Randall's Island. The weather was like this. It was a rugby tournament. A bunch of alumni, we went to watch Biggington play. I brought the keg in my pickup truck. Completely exposed, invisible, in a pickup truck. A keg. And everyone had red <laughs> no. solo cup. We're drinking out of the back of my truck. We'll ever know. What's that? No one will ever know that you've got beer. Right. I didn't even put like a camouflage net over or anything. And it's pouring rain. And I decided to walk over next to my truck with a red solo cup in my hand and a keg in the back of my truck and pee. And a van pulls up with like six cops in it. The guy gets out and makes me sit on a bench in the rain while he goes in the van and writes me two tickets. Great. I love it. You got out of the drinking in public one on that? I got out of both of them. Sent them in. I don't know if the guy felt bad for me or like his boss made him write me the tickets. Because he was like, make sure you dispute them. And I did. And through the mail, I got out of them. So it was great. Now it's just a good story. You got full confidence to, to just go anywhere with a pickup truck, a keg. And pee in the back of it. It's America, for God's sakes. In America. Isn't, isn't there an amendment that covers my rights to drink out of the back of a pickup truck and pee on my own tire? I don't think so. But they should maybe you should try to drive for that. Amen. Amen. Well, let's move to the news. You know, we should get some jingles. Any of the users out there want to put a little jingle in there so I could just press a button and say, doo -doo 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 here is the fucking news or whatever. Do that for yeah. us. That would be wonderful. Well, if you decide to start putting effort back into this Garcast, maybe we'll have some jingles. <laughs> I have material this week, bro. Let's go. You didn't have a microphone, but that's fine. I did forget the mic. That was the first time. I knew it was going to happen eventually. Um, but, um, yeah, so 
in the news, uh, you guys remember their grandfather who dropped the 18-month granddaughter from the Royal Caribbean, uh, Royal Caribbean cruise ship in San Juan? <laughs> One of our original podcast episode uh, news items. Apparently now, uh, he's being charged with negligent homicide. <laughs> Brutal. Bro- prosecutors claim the tot fell from the vessel's 11th floor, as we know, to the concrete when Grandpa held her... <laughs> out an open window. Um, the lawyer for the family says they are not happy with the lawsuit and they're trying to grieve the loss of their daughter. They stand by the belief that the cruise line simply followed proper safety guidelines for the for the windows. This accidentally, uh, this accident would never have happened. So um, it's it's interesting. You know, family kind of not on board. Grandpa's, I guess, out on bail, and. Uh, I don't know who's pressing charges. I guess it's what the United States. Well, somebody's got to defend the government? rights of that, you know, the uh, life of that child. So they probably appointed oh. somebody to crazy you know, the, the territory, not the state. I, I thought this was dead, done, but it's it's it lingers on. Good. Screw that guy. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. He really is an idiot. It's probably it. It seems pretty obvious that he did probably hold the kid out the window. And the family's like, well, if you put locks in the windows, my grandfather or my father wouldn't have been dumb enough to do that. (laughs) Let's see. We have um, new emojis from Apple. Uh, A collection of new emojis are now available, and Apple's latest update came out on Monday. Um, There's dozens of unique emojis. The update largely focuses on adding more inclusive emoji. Gender neutral and disability like themed options. Apparently, so. Some of the latest additions include an emoji of a deaf person, a service dog, a bionic arm, a person in a wheelchair, um, if people holding hands emoji, and you can do different combinations of skin tones. And you think the deaf people would have been the ones to market the emojis to right from the get go. Right. That works perfect for them. I wonder if Leo's deaf. He loves that was, yeah, so much. maybe that's why he doesn't listen anymore. Doesn't, does he? He's deaf. The, the best new emoji, though, is a drop of blood. So it can be used to depict a woman's period. Oh, my God. Did I say depict? Depict. <laughs> I don't know what you said, but you said... What you said is crazy. Blood. Wow. Okay. It's a drop of blood emoji. Um, so, you know, I guess... We needed that's probably some millennial felt that we left out that bodily function. Terrible that we would forget about it, right? Really could, could I be politically incorrect and just say we should have a picture of a woman with her hair like flying all over and her arms up in the air with laser beams shooting out of her eyes at her husband? Can I, I, I say that's that? Politically incorrect. Oh, that's fine. That, you got to go that, home that, to that, but that's fine. That would be a bad emoji, wouldn't it? After your wife has 16 pumpkin beers later with all her friends, there might be some laser beam. Oh, yeah. that ride. <laughs> you know, it would be a great question of the week. Give us the most politically incorrect emojis you can come up with. <laughs> God. All right, let's hold that one. Maybe next week. Moving on to sports, we have a new World Series champion, Washington Nationals won. Congratulations. Montreal Expos finally win the World Series. They come to America to do it. Yeah, I guess it's good that Canada didn't win. Had to come here to do it. 
we even have any Canadian? Oh, we have Toronto Blue Jays. Is that the only baseball yeah, they team won, left like, in Canada? Two years in a row back in the nineties, right? I don't. Know, I, don't it's, I kind of consider Toronto really like little New York, except for the fact yeah. that they're communist socialists up there. Just because you have a weird secret relationship going on with a young preteen boy in Toronto doesn't mean you have to compare <laughs> it to New York City. Is, that's his town, Toronto. Huh? It's Fraser's you, town is Toronto. When are you gonna visit? Who's there? They, uh-huh. they have the the Raptors. Actually, it was I saw a picture of Stan wearing a Toronto Raptors shirt, painted all red for school this week. I guess that was his Halloween costume. Stan now sending you selfies and stuff. Oh, interesting. Oh, no, no, they were not sent to me. I saw it on social media somewhere. Was it a shirt or was it body paint? Well, he had a Raptors shirt, but it, I guess maybe like a long sleeve red shirt and like red tights, something that, you know, would make you look red. Tights? Okay. Was he wearing pants? He was wearing pants or red pants. I don't know. I, I remember just actually, seeing it going, oh, look Stan, at Stan. Or was this like Stan's, you know, computerized guy running around the beach throwing rocks? <laughs> Throwing rocks, getting hit over the head with a rock. I don't know if he ever played that game with us, but we don't want to get into the game hall here. Nor do we want to talk about curling, but I'm just going to mention oh. it's curling season. I saw the, the leagues are opening this week. The curling season? Where, in Canada? Yeah, there's been a big run on Teflon shoes. <laughs> By the way, where else would the curling season be starting, for God's sakes? Only not Mexico. No, they suck at curling. I don't even know if they do curling there. Probably not. They'll watch yeah. the next Olympics. Uh, what else? We have um, New York State is considering banning youth tackle football. I know uh, a lot of people that would be upset about that. I think I understand concern, right? Um, but again, state overstepping their boundaries and getting involved in our lives. Let the parents make the decisions, present the facts to them, stop dictating to us, the citizens of this fine state, what we should do. I agree. All right. I, I hope our listeners do as well. I uh, um, very good lifelong friend, Dennis McKeever, lives in Summit, New Jersey. He happens to be the president of the Summit Little League as well as the voice of Summit Football. He announces all the games. And his sons play youth football, and they have. They are now 13, 14 and 12. Well, 11, yeah, 12. Um, but so he had put, you know, people put the signs on their lawn, you know, sometimes supporting kids' sports, and it had something about Summit Football. The Little League actually got complaints that the president of the Little League was supporting youth tackle football, and they wanted him to Unbelievable. People are discussing, how could he support that? <laughs> wow. Crazy. That's so sad. This freaking country is a bunch of pansies. Yeah, I agree. Those it's like trying to take away my right to pee and drink beer and have a keg in the back of my truck at the same time. Exactly. Again, overstepping our boundaries. Let's go. As soon as we give an inch, you know, they'll take a mile. They, they suck. Um, 
Well, let's move on to TV, movies, podcasts, and the social world. I got to tell you, the Watchmen episode two. I am quickly falling in love with this 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 show. I watched it after I got your you know your feedback was that just what you said to me, and I watched it the next day. I did enjoy it. I feel like I'm very confused. That's okay. Wonderlaw. Um, yeah, does that? I think you telling me how much you love it. I can't tell if that's influencing my love. If you're making me love it, I definitely would like <laughs> it. I couldn't I tell like what it was. Your opinion, so it's even got me. It's got me more hooked because you, yeah. you know. So we'll see. But it's good. I couldn't tell what it was that I loved about it. I remember there was just, you know, there's a lot of like kind of what's going on mystery stuff, which which I love, and it it has that Linderloff okay. feel from from um, the leftovers and stuff like that, but. Like when you're in something, like all of a sudden they do something really funny or a really funny comment. Like you got reporters flying around in the air and the police are zapping him out of the air. Like I find yeah, that, that hysterical. And I don't want to give a lot of spoilers. I'm going to kind of think, yeah. like I made little notes of, of stuff. Um, you know, you have the guy, that character, Will, Lou Gossett Jr. Like, is he he's Targaryen? Just, he's Everything he, he, he says like is he, wink, wink. He's he's awesome. Is he Kevin? Can he not die? Like I don't know what's up with that guy. He could stick his hand in boiling hot water and suck down coffee, like as soon as it's made. Like something's up with him. He's great. Let's not forget. It's not. For, we're not going to give it away, but let's not forget how he exited the episode this week. That was amazing. So cool. Was so cool. <laughs> I thought we were getting ready for another squid fall, and it wasn't. I don't know what's going on. Again, when I want to give away too much, you know, with the guy and the uh, who's obviously making his own humans to hang out with and put our plays. That that's just bizarre. That was so bizarre. Which I love, though. He, he's growing tomatoes right. on trees. Right, and so is it, you know, is he on Mars? Like the reference was made. You know, it's very strange. So I did. So the, I'm listening to the Bald Move podcast. They do a, a summary um, show. And kind of go over it. And interesting, they said that if you really want a good foundation, they said you could watch the movie. It's an hour and a half, I mean, two and a half hours, I guess, maybe at max. Don't watch the unedited part. Just watch the regular one. And it'll really give you a good foundation for the kind of the character maybe that they're building or kind of hinting at in the show if you want that kind of background. Yeah, right now, I kind of almost want to let it come to me. So we'll see. I might watch it. I might watch it this weekend. Cool. Um, have you also noticed, though, something going on with that? It's like, you know, like sometimes these shows, you think of Breaking Bad. I remember they kept doing like the color purple and like you really could feel it like as an undertone. And now I'm seeing eggs like you had the first episode with the separating yolks and egg whites. And this episode, you had a hard boiled egg. And they had one of my favorite Beastie Boys songs of all time during the credits. The Eggman. Close the show out with the Eggman, which I think we'll do this week as a little tribute to the Watchmen. I love that song. It was so cool. So I don't I don't know. I'm wondering if we're going to just probably has nothing to do with the show, but they'll just keep kind of throwing in egg things. Who knows? Maybe it has something to do with the show. I don't know, but I highly recommend it, especially if you like, you know, if you like lost, if you like the leftovers, you like Linderloff. It's, you know, I think you hear Watchmen, you think it's a superhero movie and it's really not. It's more about vigil, vigilantes that don't have superpowers. Maybe, uh, maybe some do. I don't know. Um, 
give it a shout, give it a check out. We're going to keep talking about it. So eventually you're going to want to watch it. Anything else, Mike? Um, I did leave out something last week when I was telling the story about Peapod and Stop and Shop. My sister chasing around, searching for trucks around the Rockaway Peninsula. She did get a credit. So good news. We've been doing a lot of bashing of Stop and Shop due to, you know, various things. But they did step up. They fully credited my sister the $70 for the items that were not um, delivered. And they, they were really, really, I feel like they were too generous in dealing with this lunatic. And she really must have bullied them into doing this. They gave her a coupon to use on whatever she wants from Peapod to Stop and Shop for $6. Six bucks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they stepped up their game. They probably listened to the GarCast. I think they, I think they really saved the customer there. <laughs> Six bucks. She could maybe she could use that for um, Instacart. Oh yeah, I think she was going to give Instacart a crack. So we'll see how how they can fail her. It's great. I mean, when they're out shopping, they send you a message. If they can't find an item, you know, you put in there what the replacement should be. If they can't get that, they'll send you a message. Do you want me to do this? You know, some of them are very very interactive. Other ones aren't. But that's good luck. One, only one bad experience. It wasn't bad, but I guess the woman was smoking, so like everything smelled like smoke. Oh, in my house. not good. If, <laughs> if they do that to my sister, forget about it. I've done it many times. So I've had at least probably twenty plus deliveries, and it was once. So I guess there's a small chance that that could happen. But you oh, just that, give the person a review, like you do an Uber, and say she smelled like cigarettes, and so did my boxes of pancakes crazy that's gross that would bother me Ugh. yeah it is gross um well that's it for that i think that's kind of the show we don't have any new twitter followers uh like i said no emails you can email the show you can send us messages on instagram and all that good stuff just check the show notes for any any of those means to, to get in touch with us we'd love to hear from you actually on twitter last night why was I on Twitter? I don't go on Twitter a lot. I was trying to see because I went to I, I watched the whole game and then they kept saying they were going to award the MVP. So then I went in bed, I turned off TV, but I was checking Twitter to see if they announced it. And we don't have to get too into it now, but I don't know how I ended up following this whole Twitter trail. These guys were talking about remember the uh, Las Vegas shooting? Yeah. From Mandalay Bay at the country concert? And they were like, you know, that really, that story really just kind of disappeared. Like, never a full investigation on the uh, the guy and why he did it. And there was some indications that he had, was working for the CIA at one point in his life and all this stuff. I, and I forgot, it did get my wheels turning at the time with conspiracy theories. But I'll just put this out there. Just look into it. Apparently, the theory is that this guy, he was an arms dealer. And he would do work with the CIA. And he was there to provide like 20 to 30 assassins with a whole bunch of these weapons, which is what they found in his room. And those assassins were going to use them to take out Donald Trump and a Saudi Arabian prince who were both in Las Vegas at that time. And really? that Trump's security and some other guys found out the plan and were able to get the two of them out of there. And then the assassins were like caught in the room 
two of them, and they're the ones that killed him, and they took their own lives, and they were like played off as being somebody else when those bodies were found. Very interesting. I suggest you go look into this. I, I, it's interesting you found that. Like I remember talking to somebody here. It, it, there's a, pr- I mean, there's a lot of people that think that there there was a lot of crap going down with this, and pe- there's definitely. Well, I don't think it made sense to me. A lot of stuff happened. is being hidden. A lot of stuff is being hidden. Yeah, that's interesting. It's like Area 31. I'll, uh, I'll report back. Maybe I'll do a, a new uh, a conspiracy theory segment of the GARCast. Do one whole conspiracy show. Are you kicking me off the GARCast? Or you mean an episode? No, we'll do a whole episode on conspiracies. Right. Well, that's going to be mine. You, you could do the show notes for that. I know how much you like being prepared. With You'll be notes. busy writing. You're going to be writing jingles this week. Jingles. If I'm sure we have very talented listeners, I could make a quick little like ten second, five second jingle to introduce, you know, the movie section, movie TVs, you know, uh, the news, all, all that stuff. So it's a call out to our users: step up your game, kids. Guar, I may need your help. We got to talk to Fruit Loop. I believe at one point in his uh, musical career, he was attempting to. Well, he was writing jingles with a friend and submitting them to try to sell them. So that could be our guy, Guar. Let's get on that. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, I don't really have anything else. How about you, Mike? I think that is all, my friend. Um, looking forward to getting around the office and seeing uh, what else these uh, fools are dressed in. And just put um, on the Instacart. I mean, on the Instacart. Put them on the Instagram yeah. for Garcast. I will. And if you're around around one uh, thirty, I will be attempting to pull a sword out of a stone in the back corner. Well, enjoy this music from the Beastie Boys, and until next week, have a terrific time, week and all. Bar out. Oh, yeah. I looked out the window, seeing this bull head. Ran through the fridge and pulled out an egg. Skull over my skull, he had no hair. Lost that shot, and he was caught out there. I saw the convertible driving by. Loaded up the slingshot, let one fly. He went for his to find, he didn't have one. Put him in check for rent. A symbol of life I go on some dots and bust out to white I pulled out the jammy, thought it was a joke The trigger, I pulled his face The yo, reached in his pocket, took all his cash Left my man standing with the egg mustache Suckers, they come, a dime, a dozen When I say dozen, you know what I'm talking about, boy Yeah, that's right, I'm the old man Driving around, king of the town Big